Trainer. Yo, this is Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Yo, beautiful human, we're hanging out with you. If you hear banging, it's because my neighbor is doing construction in the middle of a pandemic. Cool, bro. Cool. Benny is going to be hanging out with us at any moment. Also, Dan Zolot is here. Hello, everyone. What is that smirk? I don't know. I feel so awkward saying hello to a computer screen. Why? That's the now, man. That's also the future. And it was the past. Hey, everyone. Hi. Hello, Ricky. There you go. (laughs) Get away from me. (laughs) Yeah, please. Please. Before we talk to Benny, I got to tell you that today's conversation is sponsored by Total Wireless. Total Wireless, Total Confidence. There's never been a better time to make the move. Zach Sang Show. Hi. Hello. Wow. Benny's here in, in the digital happened? flesh. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm bugging out right now because yeah? my computer says that it's 3 o'clock, right? But my yeah. phone says that it's 141. What's the time? It's 3 o'clock. Oh. Oh. What's going on oh. with the world? Like, What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> what time is it That's for you right now? Because you're in New Zealand, right? Yes, it's 10 a.m. Oh, good morning. You're up early, huh? Good morning. <laughs> not too bad. It's actually, 10 is fine. I'm not really an early bird, but 10 is actually like, if I'm if I'm complaining about 10, I'm like, okay, Stella, come on. What am I doing? Yeah, 10, <laughs> 10 is like not really morning, but it's also not lunch. It's right there in the middle. No, yeah. Yeah. I, I love your hair, by the way. It's awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you. You guys are in my wardrobe, so that's kind of weird. But there oh, we go. this is your closet. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just in my room, but yeah, it is kind of my closet. Look so, at that color coordination back there. That's incredible. I, know, <laughs> I posted a photo in my, and it was in the background, and I had all these people coming at me, being like, "Dude, you really need to like organize that." And so. Like third day of isolation, I was like, you know what? I have nothing better to do, so I might as well just do it. Wow. Yeah. Well, quarantine and social media pressure led to you organizing the closet. <laughs> I, know. I have nowhere to hide. By the way, yeah. we have a lot to talk about here. Stella and Steve, <laughs> Fire on Mars, obviously a hit single. Like, like what the f*** is good? One, like, who, who do you live with? Do you live alone? No, I live with my mom and my dad and my brother still. Obviously, you've been on this journey for a minute, like... 2017 you start your whole musical journey with tough guy but this is a new level of success is that fair to say yeah oh definitely yeah this has been crazy recently i don't even know what's happening i'm just like floating around like (laughs) just i'm just here and the song is kind of doing its own thing but um no yeah insane different very different for me what is the biggest difference between tough guy and a song like Super lonely. Oh, uh, I mean, I would say I made Tough Guy 2017. And I think that was like probably the first song that I wrote that I like really kind of liked and thought this is my sound. So I think that that for me was kind of the start of my little kind of, you know, musical like journey of what I wanted to make and stuff. Um, but I would say like the music that I was listening to then was more like R&B and stuff. And I think... I don't know. I think I've changed so much in the last few years and it's just like, it's like a baby. It's like a little baby of mine. And now the songs are like the songs that I make. I feel like I put them out and they're already like teenagers. I I understand that. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of. But, but like the sound as a whole has really changed because correct me if I'm wrong, like lighter, a little bit more vibrant. 
But yeah, yeah. but obviously you're telling different stories. So yeah, yeah. Fire on Mars. You released two EPs within five months of each other, which I thought was really unique. What story are you telling with Fire on Mars? <laughs> um, I mean, I think Fire on Mars was when I kind of started to really experiment with my songwriting and I wasn't so kind of afraid to, like, write about a crazy dream I had with Afterlife and, and kind of, I don't know, I think I kind of, I dove into kind of weirder song ideas and I kind of, started getting into a relationship and I feel like I, I kind of matured a bit um, comparing that to like tough guy where I was just writing about teenage boys who I didn't like. Um, I think obviously I kind of, you know, experienced a lot more and that kind of, in that time of coming out of uh, high school, which is, I don't know. What, what do you call that in the States again? No. Just high school. Yeah. High school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. High school and then going into like the kind of college time period. And I feel like that's when you're kind of free and you're kind of, you know, you're out there in the wild. And it's like, I don't know, that's when I was kind of writing about random. Yeah, those those lyrics on Tough Guy, trying to wind me up like that, hoping that I'll crawl <laughs> right back. Kind of funny how you just assume that my life still revolves around you. Those are yeah. very aware thoughts. Yeah. For somebody young, but also like. You know, detailed thoughts on a, a relationship of two young human beings. Yeah, I mean, like in in Tough Guy, I was I was writing about like a group of dudes who I didn't really like, who were all kind of like you know the kind of tough dudes who were like you know, and they were mean to every chick that they came across, and they had these kind of tough facades, and I was kind of just like. When you look at them and like, I don't know, like a party situation and they're all like drunk and they're like throwing themselves around, they're all sloppy. You're kind of just like, this like this is just like a human who's actually like, you know, they've got emotions and they're just, they're just covering them up. And I think that that was like, and tough guy, it was kind of me realizing that like, yeah, these, these, these boys ain't, these boys ain't. <laughs> but Fire on Mars is more your... You, you talked about death and your dreams. So would you say yeah. that that was an EP that kind of solely revolved around what goes on in your head as opposed to things that were going on in the world around you? Yeah, I would say definitely. I mean, like I pulled from dreams and, and soaked was like a conversation I had and, and glitter was, I mean, glitter was kind of me at a party, but I mean, I think, yeah, I definitely think that it kind of, it was changing there because it was more what I was actually kind of experiencing myself. So then why five months later do you have to release Stella and Steve? <laughs> um, the thing, okay, so Fire on Mars, I feel like although the EPs weren't released like that far apart, the songs that I wrote in Fire on Mars were a lot older. And I think that with Stella and Steve, what I really loved about it was that this I like I made a song like maybe four months before the release and it came out and like I feel like I don't get to do that because it's like usually it's like you have a song and like you sit on it for a, I'm, I've been sitting on like two songs but for like two years right now that maybe will come out in an album this year but I feel like with Stella and Steve it was like I wrote um Super Lonely and I wrote Blue and they came out like straight away. And I was like, wow, like this is like, it felt very fresh to me and it felt very kind of like current. And it was like, this is exactly me right now. And I felt like that was kind of cool to just put it out then. 
by the way, like I, I probably I talk to more musicians than I probably talk to anybody else ever, and everybody <laughs> wants that. You know, everybody yeah. wants to live this life where like you can live, you can write, you can release, and it becomes a cycle that is relevant to the moment. You know. Definitely, yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, I think this kind of constant flow of music is what I am really kind of, you know, interested in continuing is that I love when someone I love is releasing music all the time. It's like drop a song, drop it. I lo- that's why I think I like the idea of EPs because you can kind of, I feel like there's less pressure and you can kind of just like pop it out there in little chunks and I feel like people kind of like that. It's like chapters, yeah. Yeah, Ooh. it is. It's like a little series that you just kind of, yeah, you keep getting. So just not. you have two songs left in the backlog of songs that you got to put out there. No, nah, there are no, nah, there are more than that. But like these, I do have like a few that are very old. And like I don't know, even like with Stella and Steve, I I was sitting on Fine and Island for ages, and I had kind of like half finished it. And I was like, sometimes I kind of give up. I'm I'd, like give up hope, and I'm like, damn it, like I really haven't like found you know, the verse that I want to put in there to make it perfect. Um, but then I picked it up when we were like, okay, we're going to make an EP. And I was like, shoot, like, okay, I'm just going to try. I'm going to try this again. And, and my producer kind of, you know, reworked some stuff. And I don't know, I feel like it's kind of, it's kind of annoying when you have like a really old song, but it can also be kind of cool because you add like a different kind of light to it that you didn't have previously. Totally. Are, when you say producer, are you talking about Josh Fountain? I am talking about Josh Fountain, the wizard. He's kind of like the the only consistent throughout most of your record. Hey, yeah, he's we've made every song together of mine. Is he in New Zealand? Yeah, he is. He is in New Zealand. But yeah, I mean, I've been with him since I first started to record music. Um, but I think now it's kind of like what we have is working very well, and it's we've got this kind of cool relationship where we're very comfortable around each other, and I think that's something that I like to have when I'm writing because I don't know I'm I, I kind of am kind of can be weird about talking about stuff I don't want to talk about to everyone yeah. and I feel like yeah I think we've kind of built this relationship where it's, it's very much a kind of very comfortable space for me and that's where my ideas kind of flow the best I think well yeah. like trust matters and it's weird yeah. to get to know somebody every time you walk into a, a, a recording studio I, well I know and I feel like I mean, I went on a trip to, to L.A. last year in April, and that's where I wrote um, Super Lonely and Blue and a bunch of my other songs that I haven't released. And I was kind of being put into the studio with, you know, people I hadn't met before, and I was like, shoot. And, and in some cases it worked really well, but I was like, damn, like, it's crazy how some people, like, will only do that, will only work with producers they've never met before and, and writers that they've never met before, and they'll, you know, write the songs for them. I, like, it's crazy to me, but... It's also kind of cool, but I I had only just experienced that. Well, Josh Fountain is still a part of it though, right? Yeah. I mean, he came with me and even in some of the sessions, he just like sat in, but I think I need to like kind of be weaned off like needing that. But um, yeah. Yeah, he was there. Zach Show. I got to tell you about Arizona State University. If you're thinking about going back to school once this is all over, Arizona State University really could be the school for you. But uh, you should ask yourself the following question. Do you need the flexibility to take classes on your schedule? Do you have college credits that you want to transfer with you? Do you want to earn a quality degree from a world-renowned university? If you answered yes to any of those questions, Arizona State University really could be the school for you. Arizona State University is offering over 200 highly ranked degree programs, 100% online. You can do it 100% on your schedule. You're going to be taking classes that you would take on campus from your home. 
the same place where we do everything else now. So great. Zach Sang Show. What, what kind of headspace were you in when you go into the session to create Super Lonely? Because obviously it's a camp situation yeah. or... Did you like like did you go in blank slate? I I was I think the, the that whole trip was kind of a weird timing for me I think because I kind of went into it very sad to be honest um because I had just been through a breakup. Were you super um, lonely? I was bloody lonely, man. I was like not fa- I was I was a little bit kind of like hating the world and I was like everything is bad. I was in my little sad girl phase. I'm not anymore, but I kind of, I don't know. I kind of got there and it was, it was very weird for me. Cause I was, I didn't really want to write a, a happy song and all the producers were really nice. And I was like, damn it. Like, I'm just going to kill everyone's mood. And I, I don't know, but I mean, I got in there and, and first of all, it was just starting fresh with like no ideas. I kind of went in there like a blank kind of canvas and stuff for every session, which was cool. Um, it was weird, but and it was challenging. But I think I kind of learned a lot from it, and kind of I don't know, putting yourself into uncomfortable situations. I feel like you can kind of get really cool stuff out of it. But also being in that emotional headspace, you know, you yeah. were looking to express or to get something out. Definitely. Oh yeah, that whole trip was like a big old vent, big old venting session, and everyone and all everyone who I worked with was really good about talking, like about the. Every like every musician that I worked with was just like yes, and I feel like they've all like they could be like love I don't know like love gurus or like the relationship bloody counselor I don't know yeah it was cool no but it's the truth I mean think about it they hear yeah. about a lot of relationships and a lot of love they would they definitely yeah hundred <laughs> percent so if you're if you were so sad and lonely how does the song get so upbeat I know <laughs> I mean it was the first session that I did on the trip and then I wrote my song Blue on the second day which is a completely different kind of vibe. It's very sad. But, I mean, <laughs> with Super Lonely, I kind of – I got into the session and I was like, okay, you know, I can be super depreciado about this all and I can be, like, you know, a sad, lonely person or I can be like, I'm going to poke fun at myself for this because I am sad and lonely and, and, and I feel like that's kind of how sometimes I deal with my kind of sadder emotions. I'm kind of like – ah, oh, shut up, like, what the heck, like, don't freaking cry over this stupid stuff, um, and I think, I don't know, yeah, I wanted to be, I mean, I say I wanted to be really super self-deprecating with it, because I feel like, no, I feel like I, I knew that I could write a really sad breakup song, but I kind of wanted to add a little twist, and be like, be mean to myself, because it, for some reason, it made me feel kind of good doing that. The lyrics tell one story, the production moves in a different direction, but at the end of the day, Dude, the song flows and it compliments one another. <laughs> it's a sad song that you can dance to. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Diff- I mean, that was Josh producing that song. Um, and I worked with a writer called Jenna Andrews. She's, great. and that was like, she, she's awesome. She's and I think deal. that she, she's, I mean, she's a friend of mine and like, I love her. And that was the first time I worked with her, but I'd met her before that. And I had never kind of like properly worked with like a songwriter. Cause I like, I write my lyrics and, and it was kind of like a matter of like, I don't know. I kind of got in there and I was like, this is so strange. And she was kind of telling me about like what it's like for some people who go on to sessions and there's like two writers in there and they'll just, the, like the artist will tell them what they're kind of going through and then they'll write the song for them and they'll kind of just, the artist will be there. And I was like, what? Like there's this whole world that I have n- no idea about, but I think, what kind of worked with her really well was that like we obviously knew each other and and she was like I know that you like to write your songs um 
but we started the session off with just like a massive conversation about exactly you know what was happening and I was like this is the real this is the real this is real talk and she was like oh my gosh like I feel you and she was like okay like what kind of a vibe should we do and I was like I reckon I want to make like a happy song because I know the rest is it's going to go downhill as like the month kind of you know <laughs> progresses and, and yeah I don't know but then we made a happy song <laughs> super lonely is a happy song or does it just sound happy it actually just sounds happy yeah it's not actually a happy song but <laughs> it kind of I mean it kind of is I think Josh did a really good job at making it seem like it was a happy song but it's yeah I mean it's not actually a happy song I wasn't happy with it. <laughs> yeah. so the, li- the line lonely mm, ah, yeah. <laughs> where'd that come from <laughs> I, a lot of what I do like when I'm when I'm making songs is kind of with Josh I'll kind of just get into the booth and just freestyle a bunch of stuff and that usually happens with like I'll have lyrics and I'll go in and and just kind of like try out different melody melody ideas by freestyling and I think that like with the stuff like "Mm, uh, yeah like I kind of especially for the ad libby stuff I will kind of just go in there and it'll just be like whatever comes out is kind of just what happens and I think that in this case I was kind of like all right we're gonna get super weird with this and I kind of just we did like a, a bunch of takes of just me ming and ahhing and screaming into the mic and then for some reason they made it into the song but i mean it kind of works so. those laughs though <laughs> uh yeah there's some weird laughs what do you learn from that session that changes how you write a, a song moving forward um it was definitely like a, i don't know i had never kind of made a song like that before it, it had always kind of been like or right, i'm sad i'm gonna write a really sad song but i mean i think like now it's kind of shown me that i can kind of you can i mean i think it reminded me that i can literally do anything when i get into a studio like you can write a song about anything but it doesn't have to be like a certain way and i think that that the whole thing of like experimenting and kind of playing around with ideas is something that I really kind of just, I let loose and I kind of, I didn't really care at the time. Like we had like, what was it? Guess I think, Oh yeah. One of the, like the original line was guess I'm a because you guys call like toilet <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> and, and, and I was sitting there and we were like sitting there and we're like, this is ridiculous. Like, that actually is a real bad lyric. And, 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 and we were like, but like, it doesn't actually matter because it's kind of funny. And then I was like, actually, maybe I should make a guess I'm a quitter. And I don't know. I feel like we were kind of very much like in the moment, just like, okay, like we're having fun. This may be a terrible song, but like, <laughs> I don't know. And, and I, yeah, it was, it was awesome. And so, it was probably like the fun process. The, hold on. The, it, it could be a terrible song in the moment. When do you realize that it's not a terrible song, but it's also going to be the biggest yeah. song you've put out so far? I mean, I don't even know, man. Like, I feel like with any music I make, like, I've I've slowly kind of, like, gotten into this kind of thing where I don't really, I show less and less people as I've kind of gone on because sometimes you can, like, you can play, you know, your best friend a song and they'll be like, oh, like, I don't really know about it. And you're like, damn it, like, oh, that was my favorite one. And then, or you play it to, like, some other people and they're like, nah, but I mean, you know, a lot of people don't like a lot of music and a lot of people love a lot. Of, I mean, everyone likes different stuff. And I think that music is kind of, it works like that. And I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess you don't really even know, but you just kind of release it and you, I think as long as you like it and you're happy with it and it's like honest, I think that I just release it and it just has its own little life. And if people hate it, 
doesn't matter because I like it. It was so cheesy. <laughs> and that's all that matters. Yeah. Well, literally, if you hate if you hate your music and you release it, that'd just be the worst, like the worst. Like I don't even want to <laughs> it would suck. Yeah, I mean as long as you like it, I think. Just By release the way, it. That has happened before. hundred percent. I mean a lot of people don't like a lot of the music that's out, but no, no, like people have released music themselves that they didn't like because yeah. the label told them to. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine that would be the case. For did a lot you of play people, Super but... Lonely for anybody? And did anybody give you negative feedback? I don't think I played it to any of my friends. See, this is this is what I don't this is what I don't do now. Is like I'll play it to my mum. <laughs> I'll play it to Dan from Republic, my <laughs> and our guy. Um, I think. I mean, it's it's particular people because. I think that the people that I play it to, I know that they, you know, they they like a lot of different music and I kind of, you know, respect that they kind of, I don't know, I feel like they have like very good kind of taste in a lot of different kind of stuff and, mm-hmm. and they're open to different sounds and I think that sometimes if you play it to, you know, I play it to my closest mate and I they have really good taste in music but they also hate pop so it's like... <laughs> that's when it kind of doesn't work. It's like sometimes they'll be like, oh, it's a bit too poppy. And I'm like, well, I kind of make pop music like I make indie pop. <laughs> like it's a deal. But I mean, yeah, I, I think just like playing it to less people is something that I've done because sometimes it just doesn't, it's just not productive. Did you pick the song as a single or did TikTok pick it for you? TikTok picked it. I wanted it. I would have wanted it to be a single, um, but no, it wasn't a single. TikTok. I mean, TikTok picked it for me. Thank you, TikTok. TikTok has, yeah, done everything for that song, which is crazy. At what point you did you write? some really oh. famous people doing the TikToks, too. To I, I know. Dude, there were, like, YouTubers that I used to watch when I was, like, 12 doing the dance. So it's pretty insane. But I watched yeah, it with so. J-Lo and A-Rod. Like, do you know <laughs> there's so, just so many. Yeah, that's crazy. That is wild. Do you show that point- to your friends? Um, They sent it to me. So... There we go. Got him. Sorry, Dan. I was going to say, at what point do you realize it's blowing up and like this song's going to be a hit and this song's working? I mean, it's been quite weird because I feel like I've kind of been in like isolation for like the majority of the time that the song has been kind of going, you know, going off on the on TikTok. So it's just been like me at home with my phone and people just sending me this like constant flow of like people dancing to my song. And it's like, crap. And I like, I have a little brother and he kind of gave me like the inside scoop on the TikTok because I kind of didn't really understand it. And he was like, so these are like the big TikTokers. And it was like this chick called like Charlie, Charlie D'Amelio. Yeah. I think that's right. um, and, and he was like, yeah, she's like, you know, she's like the main chick. And I was like, okay, sick. And then I kind of, someone sent me a video of her doing the dance. And I was like, oh, crap. Like, what does this mean for Super Lonely? And I think that's kind of, yeah, it's kind of when that stuff happened that I kind of realized. Did your parents have any doubt when you dropped out of college? Nah, not really. I mean, I think I think I really wanted to go into college, and I think that they knew that you know I wasn't like a, a dropout who was going to do nothing. I mean, that would probably concern them. Um, but I think I didn't know they were fully support. The only people who didn't want me to drop out were my grandparents. I had to, <laughs> my parents made me tell them, and they were like, ah, but yeah. Now you're on TikTok. And you have a big record. Now, Charlie D'Amelio dances to it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, but my parents were fully supportive. And I think that that was something that I needed, like, at the time, was them to kind of give me the green light. And they did that, which was great. Yeah, I mean, you've won a ton of awards in New Zealand. Like, you, uh, 
You have quite the accolades, my friend. <laughs> it's crack up. It um, is crazy. It is, it is quite weird. And it, nothing is really sunk in properly because I feel like I'm kind of trying not to overthink anything or I'll freak out. For people that only know you from TikTok, what's another song that you would want them to go listen to? I like my sad one. So maybe Blue or Monster. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I think Blue's would be my favorite one that I've made. Blue or Monster. I love Soaked and Glitter. I like Afterlife. Oh, thank you. Yay. <laughs> it's sick. What were you about to say about Blue, Ricky? I love Blue. That's my favorite one on the EP. Even though it's like sad, but I think yeah. that's why I like it because it's sad and I can be quite emotional at times. Aww, so that's my favorite you, one on the EP. Oh, um, and I also have a question. So you named the EP Stella and Steve, and I read uh-huh. somewhere that Steve is your car. Yes, Steve is my Steve is everything. I mean, I name a lot of things Steve, and I have since I was like six. But Steve is one. My car is one of the Steves that I'm gonna name. Who is Stella? That's my real name. Where did Benny come from? Um, my name's Stella Bennett, so it's a nickname that I used to get. I felt like Benny, Stella, Benny, Stella, Benny. I feel like Benny. Yeah. So and then. Are they one person? (laughs) Oh yeah, me and Benny. Benny, I have a question. Would you be able to date a guy named Steve? (laughs) You know what I've thought about that. Like a lot of my friends are like, "You're gonna marry a Steve." I don't know. Maybe I. I don't know. It'll be maybe it'll be a bonus if I meet someone called Steve and and they're amazing. But I don't know. Now, can you can you explain your interest in snails? (laughs) Uh, I literally caught. Two snails yesterday, and I have them in like a what do you call them? A terrarium? A terrarium? Yeah. 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 (laughs) I have pet snails now, which is fun. Um, (laughs) I don't really know. I like, I tried to beat a world record when I was nine by having the most amount of snails in my face. I didn't beat it. Um, but what? I don't know. Yeah. There are are pictures of it on my vinyl. I have like a poster. I don't know. No one Wait, how many did you get on your face, though? Like, how oh, many did you get to? Not a lot. Maybe, like, nine. They're actually really, really not hard. Okay, first of all, no, no. one snail on your what? face is too many snails. <laughs> People do, like, snail face masks. It's, like, a trend right now, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't really know what my... I just think they're kind of cute, and I feel kind of bad for them because they're kind of helpless and, like, they can't really, they're slow, and I feel like, you know, I feel bad when I stand on them. Have you ever eaten escargot? Is that the snail, the, the fried? Yeah, fry? it's where you eat snails. No. I, I'm I'm quite weird with textures, and I feel like snails, I don't know about it. Snails are friends, <laughs> not food. Exactly. Exactly. So what do you feed your snails? Um, You can feed them like vegetables. I've just been looking this up. I mean, I've just <laughs> fed them a pea from last night. I had peas. There are like some some weeds that they don't like, but I mean I've got the ones that have like little snail bites in them already, so I'm like okay, they'll obviously like that. And they like like cucumber and vegetables. Oh, sorry, that's the manager. No, you should. Wait, <laughs> wait. Wait, what are the snails' names? Um, one is called Fluffy and one is called Steve. Okay. I was gonna ask if one was Steve. <laughs> 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 Everything's Steve. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's great. Good, tiny. Well. Uh, ha- well, I have a question. How do you feel about your comment section comparing you to everybody? I mean, there's everybody's listed in that comment section. I had a, I had an interview the other day about this, 
like about comparisons and then it, like <laughs> the caption was not what I said and it was like really embarrassing but I mean I don't know I think comparisons like the comparisons that I get I look at them and I'm like crap like very flattering that is insane because I'm a fan of all of these people but I think that and something that I've talked to to a lot of my friends who are in music and kind of starting out and who are you know who are new I think like as a an artist kind of trying to do their own thing and and you're kind of very new to the industry I think that it can be like it can get a little bit like a little bit much when you're kind of trying to do your own thing and everyone's like oh you're like this person you're like this person it's like damn it like what like I thought that I would, you know I thought that I was kind of you know happy doing something a little bit different um and I think I don't know it can it can be a little bit weird sometimes for me comparisons have been happening forever and they're yeah. not fair they're debilitating they're simple they're easy people do it because they either are too lazy to listen to the full body of work yeah. or like yeah. you know what i'm saying like if they really oh, listen to your music yeah. it's not it's not billy eilish it's not anybody else who yeah. i don't know who else is in the the comparison section uh, the comment section but people are dumb yeah i mean i i completely understand because like i feel like sometimes i'm guilty of you know being listening to someone and being like oh it's kind of like this person but i feel like if like if someone who commented on that like and that was like the only like oh they look like this person if that was the only comment they made if they were the the artist and i feel like if they were getting which they wouldn't i mean they probably won't ever kind of feel that but i feel like if they were the artist who was getting that kind of stuff i feel like they maybe wouldn't make the comment because I don't know. I just, I appreciate, you know, I, I, I like, like sometimes I like hate more. I'm like, okay, yeah, this person's being like honest and they've, they really listened to it. And they're like, I don't like this. I don't like what, how her voice sounds. It's like kind of nicer sometimes than like, they're exactly like this person or like they're an ugly version of this. Sometimes it's just looks as well, which is really annoying, but yeah. there we go. Immature, naive, take. stupid, yeah. ignore it. Keep making music. I yeah. appreciate your art. Final thought. Yeah, this, this is why you shouldn't read the comments. And I do. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I, to be honest with you, I'm obsessed with comments about myself. It's the wind beneath my wings or the lack of wind beneath my wings. Um, I know. Yeah, it's yeah. toxic. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of, it can be quite entertaining sometimes. It's like kind of like a weird, like, like you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't, but you're going to rate them because they can kind of be kind of like, they can kind of be funny. And then it's like kind of, yeah, I don't know. But by it's the weird. way, it's entertaining. Like when you forget that they're about you. I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, yeah, I think the hate ones can sometimes be funny because you kind of, you kind of like remove yourself from it and you're like, this is actually quite like, this is cracker. <laughs> like, you're not talking about me. What the heck? Uh, yes. The one other question I had is where did the idea for this like acid trip, where the wild things glitter video come <laughs> so from? <good. laughs> um, I worked with this guy called Steven Merton. <laughs> <laughs> Steven. <laughs> You're marrying yeah. Steve. It's guaranteed. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I kind of when I got like all of the, you know, when I got seen all of the people and all of their ideas, it was like, Stephen, Steve, I want to see what this guy has to kind of say. And I mean, like, he, he he's this. He kind of does all of the drawings and all the animating himself. And I, I like I watched some of his other the previous videos that he had done, and and he's just like. He's so weird and I love him. Like, I love how weird he is. And I like, I kind of, I don't know. I kind of just, you know, had a conversation with him and it was like, this is what the song's about. And this is like, this is also what happened um, with the Super Lonely video, which is different to how I usually work, which is kind of 
very much more kind of hands-on and me kind of, you know, giving them, like, I want to film it here and I want to do this. I feel like with this particular video, it was more a case of me, like, loving what he had done and loving what he does and kind of being like, this is what I'm about and this is, you know, kind of the vibe that I'm kind of wanting. But then letting him do, like, his weird magic. And I feel like that's quite cool with, like, collaborating with, like, visuals and and you know all of the all of the videos and all of that kind of the art and stuff is kind of nice to let them know what you're about, but then kind of give them their own kind of yeah. freedom. Know. Yeah, yeah. But he's crazy and cool. Yeah. All right, I had one last question, and it was really just I want to know if you're ever going to do the TikTok dance yourself because nobody <laughs> else has done it, and I don't see any <laughs> videos of you doing it. I know. Um, the thing about Benny is I actually can't dance and I feel like the it requires too many like moves and I'm too unco. So I feel like I'm going to leave it to the people with, I did the glitter one when people asked me to, cause that also had a TikTok dance, but whoever made the TikTok dance for super lonely can actually dance. I feel like, I don't know those music, those dance moves in the super lonely video are pretty good. I'm um, yeah. I feel like I'm going to sit back and maybe not do it. <laughs> <laughs> yo benny thank you for hanging out i appreciate you deeply thank you guys this is nice we should do this in person next time i would really like that heck yeah yeah were thank you, you guys so much would you have been in america right now yes i would have played a gig yesterday it's really sad um, oh that's right everything had to be postponed right your whole tour it did and i also had to cancel my europe tour which is really sad but um i'll reschedule everything i yeah 2021. <laughs> one place that you were really looking forward to that you're like really bummed about? Oh, I think the whole lot, to be honest. I think this is going to be my big, like the biggest um, US tour that I have like ever done, like for my, for my shows. Um, but it's all right. I feel like it's going to happen just in a little while. So I'm trying to like just be like, it's okay. <laughs> it's Positive thoughts. Everyone's, everyone's in the same boat, which is kind of weirdly nice. But yeah. Benny, I appreciate yeah. you. Thanks for hanging out. Thank you very much, guys. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Bye. 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 This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.